retrograde. Oh my god. Welcome to the show, you guys. We have a good one for you today. Thank you for tuning in to your highest vibrations and iTunes. And we're going to go even higher. Let's get higher. High vibes today. We have Matthew Gerson and Brittany Confer from the company Foria. Hell yeah. They are explorers in the sexual wellness space as it pertains to marijuana. Oh my goodness. So if you like sex... If you like marijuana, if you're curious about the combination of the two, if you don't like pain or period cramps. Everything you always knew you ever wanted but didn't know to ask for, if they are If female wellness is something that you want more information about. Do you care? This show's for you. Yes, you do. Remember when we first started and we wrote that, that intro before, oh, yeah. before the theme song and you were like, we literally did that exact thing. Like yeah. If you like wellness. I know. We, I feel like, like astrology. We, should, we should bust that out. That would be really funny. Well, now it would be like retro. Great. So um, we did a, we started doing Facebook Live. Uh-huh. Uh, we did one with Ambie Sitham yesterday. Yeah. And you can see that on that episode's actually going to air next week. Okay. And then uh, we're just trying little like pre-show, post-show stuff. So if you missed it, you can check it out on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com. Slash that's so retrograde. Give it a like. Give it a make give us it a view. make us feel liked. Please. Tell us what you want to see. We're just we think it's a great way of showing the stuff we talk about in a visual way as opposed to uh, just audio. audio. Love us. And you know we're young, we're spry. We're okay with showing our faces. <laughs> um, Elizabeth's using Korean face masks. So yeah, we'll get to that later. So let's talk about some interesting wellness stuff in the news. Something caught my eye. We're in the midst of the Olympics. I'm really missing my housewives because uh-huh. Bravo decided that people care more about sports. So which... they aren't airing the housewives right now? Right. Oh, what a sweet, sweet relief for everyone <laughs> with uh, two brain cells. <laughs> Damn, you're just reviving those. Uh... Anyway, so there's been a big to-do about the fact that the Olympic swimmers had these marks on their back and everyone's all what are these marks and we're like hello it's cupping duh welcome to the 90s mr yeah seriously it's like gwyneth was doing that back in like 2004 and we were doing that before then i've been getting cups since 2001 and nobody gave a shit everyone's just really concerned about me right so what cupping does for those who are curious is it releases stagnation in the muscles so for pain mm-hmm. or um, it's really good actually if you if you might be getting sick. It just like draws out. Uh, Tension and toxins. There you go. So it's really good for like rapid recovery of people's sore muscles mm-hmm. when they're doing Olympic stuff. I or if they're like doing a casual yoga practice a couple times a week such as myself. if you're just, you know, living your life, <laughs> not really doing anything, just sitting down. Right. But I would love to know how that got to Michael Phelps. Like, you know, this is the first time we've ever seen that at an Olympic game, which I think is interesting because it's been around for thousands of years. Right. So I'm just kind of curious, like, what happened where they were like... Because it works? Yeah, I know it works, but, like, I don't think that's common practice. Normally it's, like, a steroid injection or something right. more Western, and I think it's cool. It's on trend for us yeah. in the conversation that we're having to bring that to that stage. I feel like they're probably someone on the Olympics team like 100% is a so retrograde listener. I mean, obviously. And that's probably how it all got that makes implemented in into the 
United States Olympic swim team. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. So I'm landing <laughs> on that and moving on. Yeah. Another thing via the internet news that I read about uh, in Italy, they're going to make it illegal to have your kids be vegan. What? Allegedly, they're claiming that being vegan is depriving your child of specific nutrients that is vital for growing up healthy and strong. I don't disagree. And if a child suffers any malnutrition and part of their parent uh, forcing veganism on them, then the parent could go to jail. Holy shit. That's Look, I don't crazy. disagree with that. But on the other hand, I'm kind of like, maybe it's just like the Italians being like, hey, uh, <laughs> Who's going to eat all this cheese if uh, your kids are vegan? I don't know. Italians in Italy don't speak like New York Guidos, but that's a funny way to entertain it. Yeah, I think that that it's it's at least pretty much similar. (laughs) But we got all this soprasata. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No, but I actually agree with that claim, and I think that you shouldn't force any restrictive diet on a child. I think that that should be something that people come to as an adult. Right. Like, um, <clears throat> let your kids have fries or else they'll be psycho later, mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, just little things like that. But um, Oh, my my uh, best friends growing up, mom was so into health stuff. And this was, like, in the 90s when there was, like, one natural market, like, 10 miles right. away. And they would be psychos. Anytime they would come to anyone else's house – they would lose their mind. Like my friend John would eat like a box of Pop-Tarts. Like it was so dark because he had never had sugar before. Mm-hmm. His mom would feed him like spritzer and cashew milk in like 95. Just like it was so gnarly. Plain like barley cereal. Or, yeah. Because no, she was had health issues yeah. so she was doing it for herself. But that when that happens your whole house gets dominated by that. Yeah. And it just creates an imbalance for a child. Oh, I didn't have sugar until I was like six or seven years old and it was at someone else's house. Yeah. And so every oh, time sweetie. I would go to my best friend Angie Jack house hi and I my tit just came out um <laughs> I would the first thing I would do was have a brown sugar cinnamon pop tart yeah I'd go can pop tart yeah like my thing because I was like what are these things they're delicious so good although if I ate a pop tart or a hot pocket now I think I might die I had a hot pocket recently when I was drinking and I got like an allergic reaction and was unwell oh, yeah. yeah it's not good but those little mini Bagel pizza bites. That's a whole other story. Oh, those are really good. Those are so good. Oh, my God. Um, maybe we can smoke a joint later and eat those pizza things. I'm down. Um, so to, on that note, in the celebration of marijuana that we fully condone, let its welcome Matthew Gerson to the show. Matthew Gerson, welcome to the show. So today on the program, we have two people from Foria. You guys, which we'll get into in a second, we have Brittany Confer, who is the director of marketing, and Matthew Gerson, who is the director of wellness. Hey, welcome, welcome, guys. Hi, so, Foria, tell us what your company is. We know, but our listeners may not. Sure, uh, this is Matthew, not Brittany. Okay, okay. thank you for thank clarifying because yeah. we don't have a visual yeah. for our <laughs> listeners at home. So Foria is a sexual health and wellness company in the cannabis industry. Whoa. All the things we like. Hi. (laughs) We took two things that everybody loves, Uh uh, sex and cannabis. Uh, More people love cannabis than they would probably admit to live on. Although I feel like we're coming into a time culturally where we're allowed to say we like it. It's becoming more common, yeah. I mean, my mom vapes, so I feel like (laughs) times are changing. Progress. Yeah. And we were the first company to create a product specifically to enhance the sexual experience. Okay. 
And so that was our first product. It's called Foria Pleasure. Yeah. And from there, we'll get into it today. We've we've since developed products that are more focused on the wellness side of the spectrum. Okay. I remember uh, reading about this a few years ago, and it, it made me laugh so hard because it talked about how women experience orgasms because their vaginas are able to relax. I'm obsessed with that. I just think a neurotic pussy is the funniest thing in the world. You're looking at me. Maybe look over at Ridney. A, neurot- a neurotic pussy? Yeah, like, like a vagina. Oh, that erotic. Only, no, erotic. Neurotic, like a vagina like, that can maybe. only relax with weed is my favorite thing ever. That's a great thought. Usually we get people saying that their vaginas are stoned. Okay. Right. Well, same. Same. Yeah. Well, it turns out that um, cannabis has been used as an aphrodisiac for over 10,000 years. Yeah. So a lot of people know that it really does help in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So that was already out there. But most people were smoking it. And when you smoke it, there's a whole other set of possible outcomes that can come about based on what you're smoking and how long you're smoking and the conditions you're smoking in. What's nice about using cannabis as a topical for sexual enhancement is it does just work topically in the body. So you're not going to get the negative side effect of being paranoid when you put it on your just your vagina. Well, I don't want to necessarily say it's always negative when you get yeah, high. I mean, some people... You no, but you know, sometimes when you get high... Absolutely. Steph, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, can your vagina have streaming thoughts that are unpleasant <laughs> <laughs> after cannabis use? What we like to tell people is that because of the delivery system being through the vagina, um, you don't actually experience that psychoactive head high okay. that you normally experience after smoking a joint or hitting the bong or eating an, ed- an edible. Or vaping like your mom. Right. <laughs> She's fine. But it is, <laughs> it, it is an accurate statement to say that your vagina is getting high if you're attributing getting high to being relaxed, being more open, maybe being more vulnerable. Yeah. Super creative. Yeah. <laughs> My vagina loves to color. <laughs> <laughs> so explain... The science of cannabis as it pertains to this lube product, like how how does that like is it the THC is it the CBD? I feel like CBD is something we should talk about too because that's something that's kind yeah. of becoming more relevant these days. Two part question. Yeah, Absolutely. and a lot of people don't know what it is. Exactly. Right. right. There's a couple hundred cannabinoids inside the cannabis plant. Love and that word. Most people are familiar with THC because that's the primary one that gets you high, and CBD, which we can talk about as well, is really great because it provides a lot of medical benefits without getting high. What's mm-hmm. really interesting, though, about using Foria as a topical is that we do have a lot of THC in our product. It's very potent. But because you're applying it directly to the genitals, you get the benefits of THC, specifically relaxation and blood flow, mm-hmm. are the two things that we know from clinical data that that is happening in the body, that it doesn't gender relax- a relaxation in, in the muscle tissue, and it does move blood. So um, it's similar to Viagra, only to the extent that Viagra is a, is a vasodilator. It helps a guy get an erection because it gets the blood moving. Right. But in the same way, if, if you cut the blood, the blood circulation to your hand, you're not going to feel anything. So with, with pleasurable sensations, when you increase blood flow, you can have more sensation and more pleasure. And what we found is really fascinating you know, since we've launched is that it's almost as if we have a, a historical... Um, relationship in, in relationship to the plant physiologically okay. so that 
with an, say it's take an opiate, for example, which is blocks nerve information. So you have a painful sensory response in the nerve and you're, you don't want to feel that because you don't want to be in pain. So you take the opiate and it blocks it. Right. What cannabis does is it blocks the, the uncomfortable, painful signals and it allows pleasurable signals to still move through. Whoa. Right. So it's really kind of nuanced. And, you know, we have some of our own, uh, we have some of our own theories about why that might be. If you look at the, the plant itself, it's really fascinating because the plant that we're all partaking in is female. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a male plant and there's a female plant. So just to go off topic for a second, mm-hmm. I think it's a fascinating place to sort of ground the conversation as we look at cannabis and sexual health in human experience. So cannabis creates trichomes and it creates this sticky substance. And that's that sticky substance is what holds all of these cannabinoids. There's also cannabinoids in the root and in the leaves and in, and throughout the whole plant, but it's really concentrated in the trichomes. The, the evolutionary response in the plant is that that trichome is sticky because it wants to catch pollen. So in, out in the wild, the female plant would secrete, it would get wet, to catch or capture the pollen that would be airborne. It's sticky. It's sticky. <laughs> it's plant sex. Right. So, <laughs> so if you look at all the, the hybridization, like this plant has been more studied and more hybridized and more effort has been put into this species of plant than possibly any other plant on the planet. You know, there's been so much work done around cannabis because people really enjoy partaking in mm-hmm. it. So the way you get cannabis to secrete more and more is you get the plant excited and you don't present the males. You can't bring a male into a grow because all of the females will go to seed. If you bring a male into a, into a grow, you pretty much lose your crop. Whoa. So you're creating a lot of sexual, literally sexual tension in the plant. And it, it's so the, in my mind, I'm thinking the plant's going, where are the guys, where are the guys? Are the guys? <laughs> They're so thirsty. They're <laughs> stimulated. And, and they get wetter and wetter and wetter and they secrete more and more and more and then you harvest them. So then we take that into our bodies, and lo and behold, it has a similar response in, in Whoa. women. Wow. I wish the audience could see your faces the right belief, now. I'm so we into believe that. in the magic of the plants, so that just really like adds to that tale Yeah, in a whole other way. I'm also really turned on. I mean, magic, <laughs> I, I, I like how you say magic, because we, we set out to, to present something to women that as of yet hadn't really been solved for by the Western pharmaceutical model. Most of the drugs on the market, around 22 of them, are for male sexual dysfunction. And there were literally, when we launched, there were literally no drugs on the market to enhance female sexual function that had been FDA approved. I mean, women just started having orgasms two years ago. I think they just, just, didn't they discover the (laughs) orgasm in the 80s? Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of debate as to whether there's latent sexism in the FDA or what, what was the cause of that. And actually, I was reading a book called What, uh, what Women Really Want, mm-hmm. uh, which was unfortunately written by a male. Mel Gibson. It wasn't. <laughs> certainly not Mel Gibson. But it talked about the fact that, um, you know, women were quietly suffering while the, the medical industry wasn't really presenting them with anything that could help them, and especially women that were older. So when we launched, there were around 22 drugs on the market that had received FDA approval for male sexual dysfunction, and there were none for women. Mm. And my background, I previously started a condom company. So I was familiar with, you know, the conversations that people were having in the sex positivity movement and looking through the lens of youth in terms of their relationship to sexuality, given their access to porn. And it's a whole different world. Every generation has their whole Certainly. You know, set of yeah. opportunities and, and challenges in the bedroom specific to what's happening culturally in mm. their life and what they have access to. You know, when I was growing up, I had to go 
you know, sneak a Playboy from the apartment down the hall of my friend's older brother. You know, we didn't have the internet. I didn't even have cable. So, you know, it's, you have a lot more access today. And we thought, well, hey, cannabis and sex go really well together. But it's a really taboo subject. Cannabis is already really taboo, and now we're going to bring sex into the, into the equation. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to be really thoughtful as we went about creating a brand because we didn't want to compromise the tremendous work that had been done and is continually being done in the social justice and the activist part of this industry, both on the medical and the recreational side. We didn't want to come in and make a kitschy weed lube product that was kind of a joke. Right. right. You know, we, were, we were quite concerted and serious about how we were going to present this into the world. Now, the Internet has its way with a brand, but there's nothing you can do about it. They, when we launched, we were very clear about the fact that this really isn't a lube. But everyone called it weed lube. Yeah. We, we initially called it a pre-lubricant. And it was just interesting to see how the patients and the media and the world reacted to that. They didn't quite understand that. So we kind of just eventually went with it and started calling it a lubricant. But it is actually a pre-lubricant or an essential enhancement oil. Um, well, it's important because in the context of intimacy, you know, you use a lubricant for a specific function. It, it lubes things up. Right. And you can use copious amounts depending on how much lube you need and what type of sexual you're engaging in. Our product is a couple sprays of a mist mm-hmm. of liquid coconut oil. So that's not really going to do the job like a pump of, you know, KY or some larger Jesus. amount. Jesus. Well, it, it depends. <laughs> I just flashed back to this. My One of my friends in college, one of my uh, gay guy friends had this, like, actual pump of, like, arm, armor all. That's not the right name, but it was, like, something like that. Just, like, on his desk. I was Last like, time. what happens in this room? I'm so <laughs> scared. It was, like, literally this big. Yeah. So, yeah. But what's been extraordinarily um, meaningful for us and exciting is that a lot of uh, women specifically have been going out and getting medical cards in California specifically to try this product. So my question is, just going back to the pre-lubricant thing, the idea is that in using the mist, your body will create a sexual experience where you don't actually need lubricant? Well, it's funny you should say that because I remember early on when we launched... um, People are very inter- they're very interactive with us, uh, sure. our, our patients yeah. and our users, and women yeah. love to talk about their experience of great orgasm or great sex amongst themselves and, and their community, and also with us, and they share a lot of experiences with us. We've encouraged people to perform sexual acts that they might not have tried before, and I'll, I'll let you talk about <laughs> that, that later. That sounds so funny, encourage people to perform but re- sexual acts. <laughs> I remember early on, um, a woman had contacted us, and she goes, you know, guys, I, I was really excited to try your product, and, you know, I went out and got a card, and I bought it, and I used it, and I'm afraid to, I don't know, report that nothing really happened, and we got back to her, and we asked for a little bit more information, because there are things that women can try um, to enhance the possibility of there being a good outcome. Okay. And what she then revealed to us was that she said she sprayed it on and she laid in bed. And she we, didn't do anything. She right. didn't do anything. She didn't right. touch herself. She didn't have a partner. She thought it was just going to happen. She's like, I'm, I'm about to trip out. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, so you have to get involved. You, sex requires yeah. involvement. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. A lot of it's in the mind. It I, I think 90 Usually I just check out and fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you some more for yeah, us. Seriously. And so there's a spectrum. So some women feel it immediately. Right. You know, they feel the blood flow. There's an enlargement. There's a sensation. They're like, well, something is happening. And just we're also distracted. And in the bedroom for the first 10, 15 minutes, 45 minutes, maybe it's just about getting present. 
So when we talk to a lot of the self, mm. sexual health educators that we work with, they really like the fact that we encourage people to slow down and engage in foreplay. It's like pussy meditation. It is. Well, that's so sweet. I always like the way you describe it, Matthew, when you say the plant doesn't work on your body, it works with your body. Cool. And that's a very important um, thing to describe with this product because every single individual is different. We're all chemically different. We all have different tolerances to cannabis. So you know, one person's experience isn't gonna be the same as the next, but that's incredible. For me, I first of all, I really enjoy this product. I think it's fantastic. It's really unique. Thank you. Um, it said, I noticed on the bottle, it suggests to wait 20 minutes. And personally, I didn't have that experience. It was more immediate. Again, different for everyone. And then I'm yeah. curious as to where, like, how it affects the man. We have some evidence that for some men, if you get really, really sensitive, sometimes you Sirens don't feel anything. Oh. Oh, right, weird. so that's it's really an outlier. Like it feels like your dick falls off. It's just you're oversensitized. Yeah, so it if was you, like it was like too much. If someone stimulates your nipple for an hour, you're gonna be like, hey, I can't even feel it anymore. You know, so you get too much stimulation. Right. So if it, the enhancement, it it has to be, you know, you have to marry that to some sensitivity of it's what's enough. Dance. And so we encourage people to experiment. So it's a great place for us to land and say, it might be immediate, and it might be 20 minutes. No, I had a friend and she said she figured Fury out. She she sprays it on and then she turns on the bath mm -hmm. and then she does the dishes and then she takes a bath and then she masturbates. So she waits. Goddess time. My favorite <laughs> yeah. story is uh, the, the date night story. I had one woman call me up and say whenever her and her husband are out to dinner, whenever it's time for dessert, she takes a little bathroom break to apply. So by the time they get home and into bed, she's ready to go. <laughs> Hey now, that's, that's more of, of a planning. story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Stupid. Um, so one of, uh, tell me this word again, cannabinoid. Cannabinoid. Cannab I always thought it was cannabinoid. I, I've never heard it. It depends if you're from the east spoken. or the west. So. Right, yeah. I'm from the east. Um, is CBD. Right. So We're we really curious as to what CBD is. So cannabidiol is most well known in the in the industry right now and throughout America because it has a lot of benefits for children specifically with seizures. Okay. So that's a phenomenal purely medical use, but it also induces relaxation and it has anti-inflammatory properties. Mm -hmm. So while Foria Pleasure is primarily driven by the THC, that's the active ingredient, we then developed a second product which has a fair amount of, of CBD in it, six to one, six to THC to 1% to 1 CBD. Okay. And that's for menstrual cramps. Right. We've also used this one, and it's really... I have not used oh, this Oh, you one. haven't used this? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So um, explain to our listeners, ladies at home, this is a game changer. This, uh, just to give you a little bit of the backstory, this came about, we were contacted by a sexual health specialist here in Los Angeles who had heard about our products. Um, she's a urologist that focused specifically on female sexual dysfunctions, and specifically female challenges with age. And she was getting reports from her patients that they had preconditions such as uh, mostly pelvic conditions that were the cause of a lot of disruption in their relationship because they weren't able to have pleasurable sex with their partner or with themselves. Mm -hmm. And they were finding that, you know, we literally had quotes from women saying they had the first pain-free sex in, their, in many years. And that's a game changer for a woman or for a partnership. So mm -hmm. we were really excited about what's happening in the pelvic region that's reducing pain so much and allowing for pleasure. 
And in talking internally in our, in our office and talking to other cannabis users, a lot of women smoke for menstrual cramps. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's all happening again in the pelvic region, and it's a contraction of the cervix. It's causing a lot of really extreme pain. I mean, if guys had to deal with what women have to deal with every month, there would be 30 products on the market. <laughs> the reality is that Motrin is like the only thing that's been developed over, for over 60 years. There has not been any real movement in dealing with women's issues. We're very uncomfortable about menstruation, and there's a very long history back to the red tent of men being afraid of women when they're bleeding, men being afraid of men's use. Rightfully afraid. so. Though. <laughs> no, it's true. We're scary. <laughs> no, but it's not, like, it is a conversation that needs to be had. It drives, we had um, this woman, Alyssa Vitti, on the show, and she's a female hormone specialist, and she talked all about, like, how the cycle is so much more that we understand and that we've been taught. And after we had her on, I would talk to my friends, like, about guy friends, whoever about this thing if it ever came up and they immediately shut down like I don't want to hear about it it's like mm-hmm. I don't get how you call yourself a man and yet you can't deal with a conversation like you want to fuck me but only when it's not like weird and gross to you mm-hmm. like deal with your shit yeah, yeah we're trying to change that mind frame of the, the fact of them thinking of it as weird and gross yeah exactly and I think like the the pelvic inflammatory thing whenever I've had like pain it's totally emotional Mm. It's like definitely mental stress and tension that's just like I'm holding in that area. Well, so what we decided to do was go to the source in the body of the the pain. Mm. And the best way to do that is via suppository. And that is a word that America is really not freaked out by. They're struggling. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's it's really fascinating. Let's all say it together. Suppository. (laughs) In most of the the rest of the Western world, um, in the medical community, they realize that the suppository is a phenomenal way to move medicine into the human body. Of course. So in in the context of traditional medicine, you can take a lot of medicines as a suppository. And the great news is that you get a lot more benefit because it doesn't have to digest doesn't digest and you you bypass the first pass metabolism of the liver and Mm. that changes it I mean THC is psychoactive Um, Delta not what is it Um, I'm forgetting the name of it the THC is turned into a metabolite by our liver that's five times more psychoactive than the THC that you're putting in your body Mm. so the liver is like a little factory and it creates a metabolite that gives you a more psychoactive experience fun so if you're taking I mean, in my mind, I think, why wouldn't people take other medicines like opiates and things that are addictive and that lose their, their benefit over time? I mean, the body adjusts and reacts to these, these compounds, and they become less and less effective. So why not introduce that into your bloodstream the most efficient way? And, and suppository is second only to IV. Hmm. And in, in the context of cannabis, it's five to six times. So if you, if you were to eat cannabis you're going to get around 20% of the cannabis absorbed. If you're going to put it directly into your body rectally or vaginally, it's more like 70. The reason why we we need to help America lose the fear of suppositories is because, so whenever you take a pill orally, you're absorbing 20 to 25% of that medicine. Whenever you insert something, suppository, vaginally, you're absorbing 60 to 65% of the medicine, and then... Anal suppositories, whenever you insert something anally, you're actually absorbing 70 to 75% of that medicine. So, and as Matthew was saying earlier, the only thing that is even more powerful, more bioavailable, 
more bioavailable is direct IV, like if you have a, a, an IV in your arm. So anal but, suppositories is an excellent way to get medicine into your body. But, but it doesn't make sense because she was, we were saying earlier that why don't you get high? You're, you're absorbing so much more, right. but you're not getting high. That's because of the, the method of delivery. Because when you take it into your body that way, the body's not metabolizing it in the same way as when you eat it. Okay. So with in the context of um, menstrual cramps, we wanted to bring the compound as close to the cervix as possible, which is to insert it into the body is the way to go. And guys, again, are very uncomfortable with the thought of woman, women or themselves pushing things into their body. Women have been doing that since their first menses. You know, since they, they started their menstrual cycle. So it's not something that women are unfamiliar with. But we have a situation right now, literally, as we speak, that the internet has decided to call the Fourier Relief, which is a suppository, a weed tampon. I've read that. It's been a fascinating experience <laughs> as you, the internet. marketing PR person. <laughs> Never experienced anything quite like this before. You know, when I initially um, put out the first uh, information of, about Fourier Relief when we launched, Nowhere do we talk about tampons anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, what happened was, again, people are not familiar or comfortable with this word suppository. And, uh, you know, I think one of the, the male journalists that wrote an article out there, he couldn't, he didn't know how to... Process the information. Right, like how, <laughs> he didn't know how to write it in a way, he didn't understand it. So it was easier for them to go straight to this thing that they do know, tampon. Oh, that goes in a vagina. Okay, I'll call it a tampon. And it's it's stuck, and it's just wild. So, <laughs> But essentially, it is a coconut oil base with CBD. It's cocoa butter. Cocoa butter, I'm sorry. Which is edible, and mm -hmm. it, so it smells like um, chocolate chip cookies, and so that's nice. Perfect. And it has 60 milligrams of active THC and 10 milligrams of CBD derived wow. from hemp. Right. Okay. So again, we had a situation where people were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I can't. I personally can't take. I can't eat 60 milligrams of, of THC. It's way too strong. I'm like 12 milligrams, and that's comfortable." Flying high. <laughs> when I don't even know what milligrams so, are okay with me. So, Quesh, mine's about 15. I just smoke it so I'm high. And then I no, 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 no! Just kidding. It's nine. It's nine. That's the perfect for I me. Like when to I'm hover doing around 10. Okay, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so my question is, can people eat the the, the suppository? They Very can. I have, like, I have one friend. Not advised. I have one friend who said it's his favorite edible. That's one person out of many. Um, it's, it wasn't designed to be eaten. Right. Um, the, the spray for sex, yes, it's designed to be eaten. This is really That's designed to, to be either broken in half and taken one vaginally, uh -huh. or you can also take it rectally. What if you spray the spray on your puss, and then someone goes down on you, and they're taking yes. it orally? Ding, ding, ding. Then what happens? Back to what we talked about earlier, what's in it, <laughs> for, what's in it for the partner is that if someone does ingest it in, in the context of, of intimacy, they will get high consistent with how much they How eat. lucky. Yeah. Right. So Everybody wins. that conversation of the guy, like, what do I get? Well, well you can, all you have to do is provide a service and you get rewarded. <laughs> so my question, another question, with both the suppository and the, the what are we, we're not calling it a lubricant. You can call it a lubricant. Okay. Pre-lubricant. The pre-lubricant. Um, is there, could you use it so much that the effects dwindle, or does it tell us where it's, it lies It's possible. With that? I mean, the reality is, is that we're all kind of guinea pigs, right? Um, in a sense, for future generations, and we're comfortable guinea pigging with cannabis because we know it's so absolutely non-toxic, and mm. it's one of the oldest 
plants that human beings have been consuming. You know, there's on the record at least 10,000 years of use. So in terms of how is it responding sexually over time, we'll see. I mean, we've been now, we've had it on the market for three years and we haven't heard any negative attributes being associated with consistent use. We've heard some interesting stories and one of my favorites is a woman who was anorgasmic. Or she, or she believed she was anorgasmic. That she Couldn't had, she have had, an orgasm. She had never experienced an orgasm to her knowledge. Bummer. And so her boyfriend got her this product and they experimented with it and she wrote to us and said she had her first orgasm and then the concern was that is she now dependent on this product or this plant to have the experience again? What she told us was is that it, it was as if the plant taught her how to have an orgasm. So mm. she had that experience, like and then that. she's like, oh, that's what it is. And then she put her attention there, and now she doesn't need the product She knew anymore. how to relax suddenly. How interesting. Whoa. It's cool. like she tapped into the knowledge. Right. So Foria obviously isn't available all across the United States yet. Talk to us about where it is available and where you see the laws going and shifting, because I'm sure you guys are pretty well-versed in, in legally where Well, these, it changes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it does change a lot. And right now, we launched in California, so this is the medical market. So if you have a medical marijuana card, you can purchase for it. A good percentage of dispensaries, especially here in Los Angeles, carry it. I mean, mm -hmm. we're not a huge company, so we're not everywhere in California. There's apparently thousands of dispensaries. Many of them aren't legal, but there's thousands of dispensaries in the state. And we also launched in Colorado, which is... I saw you guys in Colorado at a dispensary I went to in Breckenridge. Awesome. And I was right. like, hey, I love that stuff. <laughs> well, what's, what's great about Colorado is that it's an, a recreational market. So tourists right. who are coming to ski or to experience Colorado, they can, if they're 21 or older, they can go into a, a, a collective and they can purchase it and try it. The, the bad news for them is that they might have had a great experience and then they can't legally take it home. Right. Well, I mean, shoving that suitcase. Right. But I plane. looked into it, and I'm here? not. I'm we're, not we're abiding by laws when we I'm get on not, airplanes. I'm not <laughs> no. condoning this, but I did look into the laws on the airplane, and they're not per se looking for products that have marijuana in it. I've literally flown with weed or a bowl or an edible every single time I've flown for the past eight years. From a company oh, oh standpoint, God, I, we don't encourage that. But yeah, well, you don't have to. Here you go. <laughs> I gotta say, I do too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that's what they're looking for. They don't care about like a gram of weed or or right. products that contain it. In from just my research, they're like they'll if they find it, it's up to the discretion of the. I think as it's long as it's under the the liquid it thing, it's not gonna raise eyebrows. Yeah, the TSA agents could be like, oh, I, I got that. Right, well, they might time, take it from you. But I had an uh, aunt who had cancer. She's better now, but she had cancer and she lived in North Carolina, and I. She was, like, not getting better and not eating, so I was going there to visit, so I decided to bring, like, a bunch of marijuana and CBD stuff. But I got to the airport late, and so I couldn't check my bag, and I had, like, those glass bottles of the lemonades and stuff, the big ones. Oh, and wow. I had to get on the plane, and I just, like, panicked, so I just threw my bag through oh, no. the x-ray thing. And, of course, my bag got flagged. And I'm like, fuck, like, this is where I get arrested. Like, this you is need it. The, you need the period pants from uh, oh, yeah. Brad City. Loved that. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. That was the best. But they took it out of my bag, and they were, like, looking at it, and they're like, you can't take this on the plane, ma'am. It's, like, over the liquid limit. And I was like, that, that's it? <laughs> and I was like, yes, it is over the liquid limit, sir. <laughs> and then he took it, and then, like, as I was walking away, I was like, 
Oh, nice. <laughs> like whispered it. He's like, huh? And I was like, oh, never mind. I like just got away with it. I got to get so, out of here. As a business and as, as a human being, it's, it's extraordinarily challenging because we have a product that a lot more people would like to be able to participate sure. right. and try than just people that get to Colorado or live in California. And it's, it's heartbreaking for us because there are a lot of medical benefits that women are finding from using our product. Uh, you know, as a, as a person who, who does care about human health and mm -hmm. wellness and as a business owner, it's, it's very challenging to not be able to create, to offer a product that you know could help people to as many people as possible. Right. Um, it's hard financially to run a business that way. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just very hard emotionally to get um, emails from women around the world saying, hey, I've been suffering from this condition for my whole life and I think this might give me hope. Can I, I get it? And I have to say, I'm so sorry, please work with your local chapter of normal or try to work to get cannabis laws changed in your respective country because you can't uh, get it. Yeah, well, I think that's an important important thing. It's it's not just, yeah, we get emails from all the all other 48 states, but not only that, we get emails from around the world, Australia, Spain, Brazil, everywhere. And I'll never forget the first year that we launched, uh, Matthew, the one day we were in the office and, you know, again, we he's reading one of those emails and he just looked so sad. He turned to me. He's like, can we just put it in an unmarked bottle yeah. and send it? Like, I can't stand not, like, I can't stand listening to these women. Like, they're suffering. I want to help them. And we have something that can help them. Like, and it's just such a shame that we can't get it to them. But what we have done is that we we have gone on record, specifically with Vice, and we said, hey, if, if you do have a, a medical condition and you think this type of product could help you, there are ways to make this at home. I was going to ask, mm. yeah. And those ways are certainly more affordable. You don't need insurance and packaging and staff and marketing and all that, so it, it might be cheaper. The challenge is, is that are you going to send it to a lab? Do you know that it was pesticide-free? Do you right. really know the potency? Do you know the source of the farm? You're taking on some level of risk, but if you're in a lot of pain, you might go ahead and do that. Is it kind of like making, like, butter? Yes. The wheat I butter? Have to, mm -hmm. I have to say that with this pository for cramp relief, I have my whole life suffered from debilitating cramps to the point where they would make me vomit, and, like, you can literally see my stomach twitching mm. when, at, when they're at their worst, as I know so many people deal with that. The first time I used your product, it didn't quite work because I didn't follow the directions of laying down and uh, propping up my... How would you, how your lower back. It? My yeah. lower back, exactly, my pelvis. And um, the second time, though, I followed the directions to a T, which probably would have been a great idea the first time. <laughs> um, and it was a world of difference, and it is such an incredible product. Mm, you know, that's a really good point, and we probably don't focus on that enough because gravity is such that it's right. gonna, it's hard for the medicine to travel up unless you prop your legs up and lay down. And we had one... We do encourage that. But that Refinery29 article, she completely slammed the product, she's saying, who has time to lay down and take this product with this? I need to just be able to pop a pill and be on my way. So she, she slammed us. She never even tried it. But there's also but something about also being like, mindful and taking care of yourself and right. giving Slowing yourself down. the moment to slow down and just like experience the relief. Right. And give in that, that uh, whole self-care Who's self -care doing practice. anything else but lying down when they're on their period? <laughs> like, right. let's talk right. about that. For real. But um, it's just really spectacular that we're, we're at a point in, in the wellness world, in the medical world, where this is actually just being able to be introduced to market. Are you seeing that um, this is going to be able to expand? And like right now, you're saying it's a little bit of a challenge to get 
Well, aren't up. more and more states becoming medical? Like, I know New York is going medical and Connecticut's medical. and It, it has a tremendous amount of momentum. And that's all from the, the previous work of many generations. And it's also about people sharing their patient stories. Because mm. if you go to a hearing or if you call your senator or your congressman and you say, hey, look, this was my experience. Stop considering this an illicit substance. This has medical benefit. Just yesterday, the, the DEA decided that they're not going to reclassify cannabis. That's it's big a, news. That's awesome. Was, no, no. What does no, that this mean? Was, this, was, this was bad news. Wait, what do you mean? It's, it, they're keeping it as a Schedule One drug, which means that cannabis, according to science, has no medical benefit. What? So that's exactly. the reality warp. That the DEA just said that? Just yesterday. yesterday. They were gonna, there was rumors that they were going to reclassify it um, when on Obama's way out, and they've mm -hmm. decided to not. But they've opened up the opportunity for people to gain more access to, to plant material so they can test it. Does that mean if it's not medical... How does that affect the legality? Does it become recreationally legal or like? It's states' rights. It just okay. it's, it, on the federal level, everything's status quo. It is what it is. But the states have the ability to pass their own laws with respect to cannabis, and we'll continue to do that. But we think that because we're we're very different from other companies, and that a lot of the other companies, if not most, are very broad. They're broadcasting cannabis in a very general way. Mm -hmm. Here's a gummy bear with cannabis on it. Here's a cookie. And they're not being specific in terms of what the cannabis is intended to do. Mm -hmm. We're trying to educate and brand and present cannabis in a very specific way. Here it is for sex. Here it is for cramps. Um, the latest product we launched is called Fori Explorer, and that's specifically for anal. And so another taboo subject. We figured we, we might as well do it if anyone's That is a hilarious I remember name. You emailed, I'm dead from the name. You emailed us like the weekend before Pride. You're like, going to be at Pride if you want to come say hi. Come celebrate for Explore. Explore. Oh, that's hilarious. I love it. Off the record, we like to say we're changing the world one asshole all the time. <laughs> but it's that's important. A, I mean, that's it's a dual a, meaning. It's yet again another uh, unserved community of people. that, And the reality is, is that, as we all know in the modern world, that, that anal sex is a part of many heterosexual um, sexual lives. And so, you know, it's much more common in, in the mainstream media on, t on television and elsewhere. And, there, and there's a lot of tension in, in your asshole. Literally. There's a lot of tension. <laughs> and figuratively. <laughs> Tight ass. And yeah. know, that can lead to a host of back problems. And some people believe it leads to a, a higher rate of colorectal cancers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we are tight asses. We sit all day long. We're not really designed to do that. We're designed to be using these legs and walking, but we use our asses a lot. So just to be able to present cannabis in this way, it can relax the pelvic region. The individual can open up. Personally, I, I was taking the Explorer a couple times a week for back pain. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. is it a suppository form as well? Yeah. And it was my first time Anal's taking a suppository in that capacity. And since then, I've convinced a very large number of fairly tight-ass straight mm -hmm. men and women to try this because back pain, you know, over, what, 50 to 100 million Americans suffer from lower back pain. And sure. Straight can, men are so weird about their assholes. It they is, are. It's remarkable. It's like so, so much weird, like, gay paranoia. I've had such a, an education since we launched Explore mm -hmm. on society here. And, and it's just, it's so interesting because, you know, when I first start talking about Explore and I can see the person's reaction, they're like, ah, anal sex, no. And, you know, then I'll adjust a little bit and, and kind of focus more on how incredible for Explore is for pain relief. Um, so they understand both sides there. But I can say every single one of my heterosexual male friends, every single one, they were like, hell no, I'm not sticking anything up my ass. 
And the few that I have finally convinced to do it, they're like completely instantly change. Oh my god, that was that was so amazing. We're, we're I'm, trying I'm to totally ch- okay yeah. with it. We want to change yeah. that conversation so that it's if you're comfortable with your sexuality, you're comfortable with your ass. If you're not comfortable <laughs> with your sexuality, you're gonna somehow disassociate a key part of your own body because you think somehow that your body part has sexual orientation. I mean, in the Kama Sutra, it, like, talks about how you're supposed to simulate a man's asshole. And it, like, it talks about that. The prostate's much more. Prostate. But, like, it's inside of there. You can't get to it without. Getting in. Get into there. Getting in there. I mean, I'm just saying, like, and they, I I read, like, a Kama Sutra for, like, modern society. And there's, like, a whole part of the chapter explaining how it doesn't mean you're gay. <laughs> this, is, this is actually in the Kama Sutra commentary. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah. the Explore product, which is the new anal product, how does that differ Say from relief? anal again. Anal again. Thank you. Um, <laughs> how does it differ from relief in terms of like the THC, CBD? Believe it or not, um, whether that's because it's all in the pelvic region, mm-hmm. from our testing, we found that the same formulation in terms of potency is the effective. Wow. So is that's, it the same product? It's not the same product. We... It was really important for us to put it in an oil. I use quotes on the oil that you know one can see. That's, coconut oil? That's latex safe. Mm. Cocoa butter, coconut oil, not latex friendly. Wait, what do you mean? Because it wears it down, correct? There's no definitive research that it does or it doesn't. The, the FDA makes a big blanket statement with respect to sexual products saying all oils might degrade latex. But so I always oils, use coconut oil as a lube. But are I you always using condoms? Hey. From time to time. So there's a risk factor there that we we certainly weren't going to take as a company. Meaning diseases. Sorry, just to be clear. Diseases, unintentional pregnancies. There's a whole lot of risk there for condom breaks. So we've discovered um, that jojoba, which is not, it's called jojoba oil at the health food store, but it's actually a wax ester. Oh. And there's multiple different types of jojoba wax esters. So that's what makes Explore very different from Relief. It's It's in an oil that you can use in the context of sex with a latex condom. But Ah. I have to say, we cannot say latex safe on the packaging because we cannot go through that protocol with the FDA because the FDA won't let us because we're we're cannabis. So we say, hey, look, there's there's anal sex lube on the market by massive lube players like Pure, PJUR. It's a great lube company. It's silicon oil, and they put jojoba in it. There's another company out there that's almost all jojoba and castor oil. Mm. And they have the what's called a 510K certificate from the FDA proving that this is safe for latex condoms. So we tell people, do your research. If you're in a long-term partnership, you know, you're an adult. Do the research. We're going to tell you that we can say that it's safe, um, but we believe that it's likely safe because this is in existence on the market. Mm. But we do the try to encourage people to, to be, yeah, they, they have to get engaged. You know, this is an adult market, just like all sexual products are in an adult market, and people have to take some responsibility for their own health. But just to um, clearly define the question, so you were saying what was the difference between Foria Relief and Foria Explore? Yeah. Both Relief and Explore are 60 milligrams of THC and 10 milligrams of CBD. Relief is made from cocoa butter, and uh, as Matthew was saying, Explore is made from jojoba oil. That's the main difference. Okay. What do you see cool. as the future of CBD and THC as it plays to wellness? Like, where do you see this industry moving into? I think we'll see it um, in the health and body section of Whole Foods, in, certainly in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to take a reclassification at the federal level before a big uh, store like that's going to take that on. But... I'd like to have the conversation with people to start thinking about cannabis as a nutraceutical. 
as something that you can't. I take it for for preventative reasons. I have a history of colon cancer in my family, and there's good data that shows that CBD can slow the growth of certain type of cancers. So we have this knowledge, Mm -hmm. but we're all stuck in this mind frame of thinking that this is a drug. You know, so I had lunch with my father a couple weeks ago, who's a physician, and his I told him that I was taking Explore a couple of days a week, and um, my partner is a health coach, and they looked at me and they said, well, how does that mesh with your whole healthy living thing? You're taking the drug a couple of days a week. So there's still this attitude it, that I'm taking. Are you like, why I own the company. Why is, it, why is it okay? Like, how many drugs are people taking like, every single day? Like, yeah. antidepressants, pharmaceutical drugs, and nobody even bats an eye at that. And that is way more intense of a drug, like, well, that's the we message we're ever trying be. to spread. It's crazy to me. Like, okay, fine. Even if it is a drug, that's call, let's call it a drug. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Right. We're all taking drugs all the time anyways. We may as well take a drug that's not toxic. And Well, what, my hope is that the you know to split things up, to bifurcate the culture like it is right now politically, you have Republicans, you have Democrats, which is kind of a silly, you know, no, no one's purely a Republican or a Democrat. Right. But in terms of states' rights, in terms of the individual rights that... The, com- the country was founded on, like being a citizen scientist, taking more control of your own life and not being too dependent on Big Daddy or the, the state to help you out. This aligns very much with that. Like I personally think that there's probably more of an opportunity on the right side of the spectrum for people to say, hey, this is about me, my body, my relationship to prevention and using plants in a responsible manner. I don't think the government should be getting involved in how I take care of myself. Yeah. Mm, that's a another episode drop the mic <laughs> that's incredible well we really are so in awe and impressed of of what you guys are doing in the wellness space it's really spectacular will you tell our listeners who are in states where can you order it online you can or, order it online in california once you join the our online foria collective Okay. And you have to be a, a resident have a card, though. Right. Okay. okay. But, you know, the ballot's coming Guys, up in November. Guys, just go to Venice Beach. It's not that hard to <laughs> get Actually, a you card. Actually, you can go to HelloMD.com. Like oh. 45 bucks. You can and you get your weed card online. Online. Love you it. Skype with the doctor. It's super easy. Well, I actually talked to them yesterday. They're their chief medical officer there. And he said that the actual way the law is written is mm-hmm. that you just need to be in California. And you can go on HelloMD when you're visiting, and you they will issue you a medical That's amazing. Card. So you're kind of an out-of-state driver's license. Believe it or not, you have to be in the state. So you don't come, have to come leave. Come for a visit. Intel, you guys. Come for the weeds. Stay for the weed. Yeah. <laughs> stay for the sex. Yeah. So fantastic. <laughs> awesome. So where can we find you online? At foriapleasure.com. Okay. Or foriawellness.com. Yes. And awesome. on Instagram, at foriapleasure. And Twitter. Wonderful. Hell well, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thank We're going to um, thank Move you so much for having us. You know, course. sharing this information is just so important. To, we need to educate more people. Definitely. So thank you. Can yeah. we thank do it again? You. We yeah. have more products coming out. So. Yes, yes, absolutely. Tell us when you want to come back and we'll do it. Guinea pigs in the room. <laughs> yeah, we'll take any weed products you want to give us. <laughs> it's really smoky in here. Yeah. You, you guys were late. We got supremely hot. <laughs> Thanks so much. It's everybody's favorite segment. Roses and thorns. Roses and thorns. Okay, so roses and thorns. It's the yeah. high. It's the low. <laughs> Get it? The high. High. As it pertains to this episode. Take me higher. Did I already do that? Yep. Um... She just looked at me, you guys, with such 
Just what the fuck are I you talking I didn't know. About? I really take, had no idea what you're talking about. Take me higher. What is that? I don't know. It's just something I'm just making up. All right. Cool. So it's the <sighs> I high. Wish she would like me more. I like you so much. <laughs> I like you the most. Thanks. That's that's the truth. Thanks. That's the rose of Do you want to go steady? Um, you can wear my Letterman jacket. What color is it? Black. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, um... Roses and thorns. What do you have? What's in your heart, Stephanie? I have a couple of things okay. that I want to mention. I want to give a shout out to the people at Vidal Sassoon in Beverly Hills. Ooh. It's uh, the 90s. It is the 90s, and I'm about it. Um, <laughs> I was, I went there as part of uh, Hollywood Beauty News, which is this new thing that our friend Pamela Price is starting. Right. And um, they gifted me this a chic new hairstyle lob and bleach yes job. so they bleached me and they lobbed me up and they gave me a sweet toner and i just wanted to thank diane and etienne at video assassin for taking such good care they of did me. a great job it's even dare i say a pob a posh bob oh, a victoria beckham oh God, in like the so mid-2000s hard. yeah it's thank so you. good it is really fun to have short hair i have to say um, so I just wanted to rose them and shout them out. They were just so sweet and they took such good care of me. It looks awesome. Thank you. Um, should I just do mine and then we'll, you want to sure. go back and forth? Yeah. Okay. Which one? You, I go? Yeah, you go. Okay. The second thing, this is so weird. Okay, so. Is it so retrograde? It's pretty fucking retrograde. So, uh, the other day I went and met my friend for a drink at Mama Shelter. Do you have other friends? Sorry. Not many, <laughs> but I do. Yeah, it's okay. I still care about you. Um, they know our situation. Okay, good. Yeah. So I'm, it was a guy anyway, so oh, it doesn't okay. really count. So I met my guy friend for a drink at Mama Shelter, um, which is this awesome uh, hotel, hotel bar. slash bar slash restaurant uh, on Wilcox in Hollywood. If you live here, I highly recommend going. If LA you're guy. visiting, I also highly recommend going because it's amazing and delicious yeah. and fun. Uh, anyways, I went there with him, and then he had to go back to work at St. Felix. So I walked back towards that direction and then walked up Coenga. And I was like, when I get to the top of Coenga in Hollywood, I'll take an Uber because once you get past Coenga towards my house, it gets a little dicey. Dicey. And yeah. it was like 11 p.m. So I cross the street and this guy just goes, he's like walking past and he's like, you have a great look. And ordinarily, I would just be like, yeah, okay, thank you. I was like, thank you so much. And just like keep it moving. And then he's like, he's he's like starts engaging with me and I can't get out of it because I'm waiting for my Uber at this point. So I'm just like stuck there having this conversation with this guy. And he's like, I work at the room. You should come by, whatever, whatever. He's like, follow me on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, like, no, I don't follow people on Instagram that I don't know. Like I already follow too many people that I like. Like I'm not trying to do this with you right now, dude. So he searches for him. He like comes, takes my phone, searches for himself. And oh no! Stranger I know. danger. It was stranger danger, but then this was this is it gets to it gets right. rosy. So he finds him his name, and at the end of his name, it's one one zero three. And as you know, that's my birthday. Right. So I go, what's one one zero three? And then he starts kind of explaining it, and then he goes, but bottom line is, it's my birthday. And I was like, your birthday is November third, and he's like, yeah. I was like, that's my birthday, and he was so shocked and surprised. That he's like, that's crazy. Like, it wasn't about your look. It's, like, cosmic. Like, the reason why, like, I talk to you is because, like, we're connected. And, like, I don't know about any of that. Like, I don't necessarily think that. I just think it's, like, a beautiful, like, random moment in... I don't think I'm going to, like, date this guy or marry this guy or even probably ever see him again. did bust out the four-year pleasure. 
I sucked his dick on the corner, but not the different story. <laughs> <laughs> it's not no, the point of the story. But it was just this cool moment where like I decided to just give this guy a chance in conversation yeah. and not be annoyed with him and just like go with it, even though my instinct was stranger danger. Right. And it just was this like cool moment of connection and it doesn't have to mean anything but it was just like a rose of a human experience that's nice i i when it comes to stranger danger my guard is always up my boyfriend joey as you know he's so friendly with like everybody and he looks everybody in the eye and says hey how you doing what a loser no it's so great (laughs) but i have the conversation with him i'm like i feel like as a man you can do that and as women were conditioned that that is not like to be to open to somebody like that but I've actually really been working on that I think that's great for me I just don't have that that tendency like I feel like that's a protective mechanism that that I use so it's so I think that that's great that it turned out so nicely it was so cool I I was like November 3rd 1985 when's yours and he's like I'm a lot older than you I was like whatever dude we're brother and sister that's so cute so the point is we're gonna go dancing at the room and that's great we're gonna twerk can't wait to twerk and my Um, last thing really quickly is that on Monday night if you live in Los Angeles you're officially invited to the comedy show at No Name on Fairfax yeah it's at 10 p.m. on Monday night, you guys. The address is 432 North Fairfax. And email us at that's a retrograde dot. If you want to come, it's guest list only. That's so retrograde at gmail.com. Yeah, guest list only. So please email us at that's so retrograde at gmail.com if you would like to come to the comedy show. Steph we is have, hosting. I'm hosting. We have Gerard Carmichael, Thomas Dale, Brooks Whelan, and Justine Marino, and a and special so guest cool pop-in. And like, you know, we've talked about this show that we've done sporadically, like, over the past year, and now it's a... Bi-monthly thing. Bi-weekly. No, bi-monthly. No, babe. Bi-weekly means twice a week. Bi-monthly means twice a month. No. Yes. Bi-weekly means twice a week. Every other week. No. Promise. Okay. (laughs) Bisexually, it's every first and third Monday of of the month at No Name on Fairfax. Yeah, that worked. Yeah. <laughs> um, so roses and thorns for me. You know, yeah. I'm going to go like a worse for first, but I don't want to say it's like that bad. Um, but I share this story only because um, it's been such a major learning experience for me. And I feel like we have a lot of listeners who are entrepreneurs and work for themselves and like got to hustle every day to like keep the income coming in, especially if you're a creative. And um I do creative consulting as I've touched on this show periodically. And one of the clients that I had been working with over this past year has decided to uh, not fulfill my invoices. Oh, dark. And it's been such a challenge and so upsetting because I was so proud of the work that I had done. And it was so fun. And I truly loved the work I was doing. And I had to really boss up and say, hey, until you feel like holding up to your end of the deal and compensating me for the work I've already done, I can no longer continue working with you. And that was hard because I, you know, first of all, it's great to have a job. Yeah. Second of all, it's, I loved what I was doing. So it was really hard to like put a stop in it. It's also hard to like stand up for yourself. But thank goodness I did because I made that hard stop about two months ago and I still haven't had um, this fulfillment. And on top of that, it was just been such a lesson in protocol that I've never had to experience before until you realize that you need to have like a contract up front. And this may sound 
like a big duh now, but I'd never experienced this before. So to so I share this because it's like, okay, have a contract up front. And if it's a large job, get a lump sum of money up front ahead of time that is a percentage of what you're going to be paid over the course of the job so that you can ensure that your work will be compensated in for. In some way. In some way. Especially so, now during the retrograde. Right. So um, it... Maybe you will be revisiting this I'm, and you'll be getting... Hopefully I'll be... Recouping some of those funds. Exactly. So it's been, you know, a challenge, but also, uh, like I said, learning things. And I truly believe that it will all work out as it should. But it's been pretty much a bummer. That sucks, man. But um, it's all good and on to the th- the rose tell us it as the rose would say two things one i'm just finishing up a week-long cleanse with Alyssa goodman it was a soup cleanse and it uh was a great reset i highly recommend it i would love to get from her some insight on the recipes and kind of the the idea behind the cleanse because I feel really great and it's a great I love doing these because it's a reminder of how to cook for myself Mm -hmm. and how to be shopping at the grocery store and all of that so uh thank you Alyssa for that and you guys if you haven't listened to her recent episode with us it was wonderful and another thing really quick I want to shout out peachesandlily.com they do this awesome Korean beauty website that's super informative and I got this amino clearing mask um, that's actually, I we, sh- we gave it a shout out on our Facebook Live. So if you go over the page, you can see what it looks like. And um, I don't know, I loved it. I woke up glowy today. So Yay. I always love when like I hear, when I discover a product that's actually that dope works. and doesn't make you break out and hate yeah. your life. So found one. Um, and then also our website, it's in the midst of a remodel. So bear with us. Um, We'll be posting all the information from the episodes on our Twitter, on our Facebook, on our Instagram. So uh, check it out, or you can just message us as you guys have been doing, and we'll we'll send you whatever information you need. What an awesome show. This was so amazing, you guys. Thank you to Matthew and Brittany. We are just... Yeah, high as fuck. <laughs> um, we love on you guys. On information. Uh, on information, exactly. Thank you, and uh, namaste listening. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.